0: Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox.
1: Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. It is Kelly Fox and I'm excited to be here tonight. We are on step one awareness and tonight we are talking about responsibility. But first mm-hmm. let me welcome on my beautiful co-host Terry Thayer. How are you doing tonight Terry?
0: I am doing great and I'm really excited that we get to talk together about awareness. And it really does involve a level of responsibility. And I'm glad I'm really excited to talk about it. Well,
1: good, because that's what we're here to do. So we've been talking about awareness all month thus far. This is our third week. And hopefully you've been having some awarenesses yourself. And what do you do? Once you have those awarenesses, do you make a change? Do you do something different? Or do you choose to continue to do things the same? Regardless of what you do, it is a choice. And it is your, uh, your freedom to choose what you do. And it's your responsibility to choose what you're going to do, not anyone else's. So what will you do with that new awareness that you have or that you have gained or you will gain? What will you do with it? So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, Terry, since you are super excited, I would love to hear your thoughts on this and uh, see where the conversation goes. Yeah, I think it's, uh, we're
0: talking about, steps we can take in the way that we think, speak, and act that will allow us to manage our fears, to step towards freedom, which means stepping towards who we really are and what really uh, our core values are. And I think awareness being the first step is really a chance to connect to our own you know, to our, to our soul. It's a chance to connect to our willingness to be open to challenge our, what, we're, what, we, what we see, what we think, what we say. And so awareness is really a step to reflect and to just observe, observe our, you know, how are we thinking about this? What are we saying about this? And then how is it making us feel? And is it creating with us a desire to move forward and live in intention? And, or is it keeping us stuck? So we, in Fearless Living, we talk about our comfort zone and having a willingness to to be aware of what our comfort zone is and then having a willingness to step out of our comfort zone in order to grow. And we talk about, degrees of willingness you know are you willing to to take a stretch which is something you know you can do but you haven't been doing and awareness really takes you to that place because if you're frustrated you're unhappy you're you know feel like you're stuck that awareness and then taking that step to be be away from that get out of that your comfort zone isn't comfortable at that point in your life if it's discouraging and it's frustrating, then it's, that's not comfortable. So are you willing then, because of that awareness of how you feel, how you what you're thinking, what you're saying, how you're acting, are you willing then to step out to do something about that? Or do you want to be status quo? You're not going to get anything different from doing the same thing over and over. That's the definition of insanity, right? Expecting a different result when you do the same thing over and over again. So awareness is that step that really allows us to reflect, to observe, to um, make a decision about where we want to be and where we want to go and how we want to show up. What is the state of being that we want to have? What fills our soul? What's what's our wholeness? What makes us feel whole and and gives us that desire to grow and it all starts with a willingness to be aware and so you have to ask yourself the the question you know is am I comfortable in my comfort zone or am I not do I want to grow or do I not so you ask yourself those questions and then you pay attention you're attentive to how you feel what do I say what do I you know all these different things Uh, questions we can ask ourselves in order to take that awareness to the next step and so the next step is taking action and it can be baby steps things we know we can do but we haven't done for a while or it can be even a risk something we have not done and we can break it down into baby steps as well so I think awareness is magical it's that kind of ingredient that allows us to begin the path and that's why it's number one. You know, it's the first step in the pathway to change. And uh managing our fear so we can be free and become that person that uh we were created to be. So I uh I do get excited thinking about awareness and I love sharing that with my clients and helping them to be aware uh of the self destructive behaviors that that they have that are keeping them stuck. And once you're aware, then you can choose, some, choose something different, you know? So it's really, without awareness, the decisions we make are going to keep us spinning on a wheel. And it could be that wheel of freedom. I mean, wheel of fear that keeps us from getting out of our comfort zone. So that's, uh, that's my, my major thought at this moment about how, how awareness is, is really an exciting topic to, to discuss.
1: Absolutely, I agree. I think awareness is very exciting. You know, we have those aha moments, right? We've all had one of those, an epiphany or a realization of, of why something happened or didn't happen or that realization that that thing that we wished for um, really wasn't the best thing for us, right? We we all have those moments where things become clear, and that is awareness. And what are we going to do with that, right? And you talked about that. What are we going to do? Are we going to do something different? Are we going to choose to do the same, knowing we're doing the same? Are we comfortable? Or are we not comfortable where we are? And I think that, um, you know, that's the 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 most powerful thing about that is that we see that we have a choice. We have a choice to stay and, and continue along the path in which we're going, or we can take a detour or we can change directions. We can, you know, do whatever it is that our little heart desires. We have the power to choose. And I think that, um, Sometimes we forget that, that we, we have the power to choose our life and, and that's, that's pretty, pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. 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 I think probably for me, one of the, maybe, I don't know if you want to call it epiphany or revelation or, you know, inspiration is that I am in control of my of my destiny? You know, I really am. I I make the choices, and if I'm aware of of uh, what I want, and I'm aware of the impact of my choices, I can always self correct, and that's what I can tr- I can control. I can control my reactions. I can control my thoughts. I can control my words and I can tr- control my actions. And that's a lot. You know, when people say, yeah. oh, I have no control. What do, you do. You have control of every choice you make. And it, no matter the circumstances. I I love the book by um, Frankel. I can't think of his first name right now. But um, he talks about he was in the Jewish um, community and mm-hmm. he was taken to a concentration camp and he was in this concentration camp and he was a, a scientist in his life. You know, he was he was a scientist and he became a very famous uh, psychologist and he knew that he had control over his decisions and that was all he had control over. Here he was in a concentration camp, absolutely no freedom as we think of freedom, and yet he decided he had total freedom in his choices and his thoughts and he was able to withstand and survive the concentration camp because of that concept and so it's like we we're all in different circumstances we all have different challenges and i i would never want to trade mine for someone else's you know it's like um, we have these in order to grow but what happens is if we if we let others make choices for us or we don't think we have that capacity to control our thoughts, then we we relinquish that capacity to survive whatever that circumstances those circumstances are, you know? And so mm-hmm. I I always say that I there's several books that I've I've read about people who survived the concentration camps and it really was um, their Their capacity to to control their thoughts and to control their thoughts that they could survive and that they they found gratitude in the circumstances. I know Carrie Tembloom brought wrote that she was grateful for the lights in the dorms of the concentration camps because the lights kept the the uh, guards from coming in and, and abusing them. You know, and so mm-hmm. there's there's ways that- of finding things to be grateful for, no matter what the circumstances are, and knowing that you have that capacity to control your thoughts. And uh, I think I'm trying to think of his name now. Oh, McKay, who was the the uh, senator from Arizona. You know, he said the same things about being in a POW camp. He was able to control his thoughts, and that's how he survived. So, I think that awareness that that we have that capacity. To control our thoughts can help us to survive circumstances in our lives that are really trying, and and uh, and there are some that have many more trying experiences. Yeah, I mean, there, I don't know how you judge and gauge a person's uh, challenges, but it's just, um, I think that awareness really helped me to to deal with the challenges that I've had in my life, and I'm so grateful for that. That concept of awareness
1: yeah for sure I mean I know for me that I definitely liked to give my power away um, mm-hmm. because then if something went wrong I could blame someone else um, because I didn't I didn't trust myself I didn't trust myself to make the decision and when I did and it didn't go right That was just proof that um, I shouldn't have trusted myself and made that decision. Yet, as I've practiced trusting myself over the years, I've learned that I am capable of making decisions. And um, sometimes they turn out right. Sometimes they turn out wrong or they turn out the way you want. Sometimes they turn out a different way um but that doesn't mean that um you did you did something wrong or you made the wrong choice. I uh, and so it it taught me that or my awareness was that uh I can trust myself and mm-hmm. I can trust that whatever outcome does come um, was the outcome that was was um, needed or was you know was gonna be the outcome was gonna be what it was gonna be and I just need to trust myself and listen to my intuition and 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 know that um, and trust that that um that I didn't make the wrong choice because I was now in this particular situation. Um, And I think that that awareness probably is one of the biggest ones that um, that has affected my life uh, and where I am now,
0: Mm -hmm. was
1: that awareness of being able to trust myself and make my own decisions and um, trust my intuition and follow my heart and all of all of those things you know that's what's made the the biggest difference because from that has come everything that i've done and everything that i continue to do relies on that awareness and it's i could have had that awareness and not made the choices that i've made i could have done nothing but i chose to do something different and I continue to choose to do things different and every day I am teaching myself that I can trust myself. Every day I am oh. choosing to trust myself and as I continue to do that it has gotten easier to do um, but it's still not completely in my comfort zone Um, especially Mm -hmm. depending on what the decision is about. Um, But uh, I think that, you know, we can have some simple awareness and it can completely change our lives as long as we take responsibility on of that awareness Mm -hmm. and we do something about it. We do something proactive. We do something that moves us forward, that changes our life for the better. Um, then really any kind of awareness could be life changing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and
0: I what think you, it can, uh-huh. well, I was just going to say, I think that, you know, we're, we're kind of in where we are in our lives right now, you know, killing our fearless generation. So, you know, there's uh I can't remember how many years between us, 30, I don't know, 30 years, Which I think I was 30 when you were born. Um, so we, we, we've done a lot of work, you know, so when we talk about our experiences with awareness, we're kind of at a, at a deeper level, you know, than maybe people who are just starting to listen to these steps and, and uh, try to incorporate them into their lives or even understand them. And, so awareness grows as you grow, and as you're willing to to make choices and to recognize. I mean, first of all, if if you're have anxiety and depression and that's your comfort zone because that's what you know, it takes a lot of awareness to to make choices, to ask for help, to get you know to find out how to deal with with these uh, conditions and to to move forward and step out of that comfort zone because a comfort zone doesn't mean it's comfortable. It's what you know. And so it's like sometimes all of us need to have help. We need to be able to be vulnerable and ask for help in order to, get, to make those decisions and those choices to, to want something different in the first place, then to have the courage to, to take action on what, what you've been aware of and now you want to change and so it takes, it's baby steps. And so I think as coaches, Kelly and I, the most profound joy is to help people to understand that once they're aware, there are ways for them to to get out of that zone of what they know into what they want to be, where they want to go, how they want to show up, their essence, getting to their soul. So it's like... Um, you know, we're kind of talking at a high level of awareness because we've been working at this for years. And we've seen so many people change their lives because they've been willing to work at, at what it takes to take that awareness to the step of choice and action. So if you are at the beginning level, you know, you're at the very beginning of even being aware that you're, what your comfort zone is, that's what, you know, what you know. And and then having an awareness that you want something different and then seeking help, asking for help, being vulnerable, and then stepping out of uh, of that area of what's known into what you really, really want. You know, what you desire. What's your profound desire, you know? So I think just wherever you are is is, is where you, you are, you know, and there's nothing... Um, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. It's just where you are and then being aware that you want something different. You really desire to have a different life. And that's where that awareness comes in. And then it then it goes to, to what am I going to do
1: about that? Yeah. And that's when you seek out someone like Terry and I. Um, <laughs> you know, when you're ready to make changes, then you find those people that are going to support you in doing that. And that might be a coach or it may not be, but you get and develop that support team around you. Because as Rhonda says, no one can be fearless alone. Mm -mm. None of us can do it. Not Terry and I, none of us. And we've had lots of people on our path to get where we are. We've had coaches, we've had we have a ton of friends that are coaches, so we're lucky. But um you know, we we have we have never tried to do it on our own. And neither neither do you need to do it on your own. So when no, you're at I that point we're doing I you...
0: think I huh? tried to do it on my own for a long time. I tried to do it on my own for a long time and I I just got deeper and deeper into, uh, you know, a, a dark hole because I felt like I had to be a perfection. I had to be perfect. I was a perfectionist. I'm now a recovering perfectionist. I felt like asking for help was weak. And so I kept trying to do it on my own. And I just kept getting deeper and deeper into that that hole of uh, frustration. And the way I would do frustration was through anger. And I've talked about this before on our on our podcast. And that anger was destroying me, and it was destroying my family. And uh, when when I had that pivotal event in my life where everything changed and my life went, you know, to hell, I began to be aware that I was making choices that were creating some of that dysfunction, well, most of that dysfunction in my life, and that I could be different. And that's when I came in contact with Fearless Living and that's when I got a coach for the first time. And I was able to be aware that perfectionism was, was a self-destructive behavior, that anger was, a, was um, my reaction to fear. And I was able to fig- get that figured out through Fearless Living and my wheel of fear. And I was able to develop proactive behaviors and find that actually the thing I'd been denying myself my whole life was compassion fear and anger so I was I was just beating myself up by not asking for help so I've been there I know exactly what it feels like to try to do it by yourself and so for the last um I guess about 17 years I've been working on this and not that long how long 65 75 12 years the last 12 years I've really been working on this and it's changed my life completely because of my awareness and then my willingness and going through the 12 steps to freedom. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I meant once we were on our path, we haven't tried yeah, to do yeah. it on our own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think that we definitely were trying before because I feel like that's what society kind of conditions us to do, you know, don't tell someone that you're not doing well or don't let on that you don't, you know, you need help or that there's, you know, there's something, um, you know, different about you. Um, You know, don't let anyone know that you're different in any way. And the – it, the The funny thing is, is that everybody has something going on mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. is exempt, and so everyone that you meet, regardless of how perfect you think their life looks, it's not perfect. everybody needs help. everybody needs you know a friend to to count on or um you know, a coach or um, some kind of support system. Everybody needs it.
0: Yep, and that's an awareness that people have to to come come to on their own, right? It's an awareness.
1: Yeah, it is an awareness. And um, I think that it's, it's something that you might even need to remind yourself again and again and again, because I know that I'll get into, you know, I'll be, I'll be good. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, life's a little bit harder right now. And I'm like, well, I, I've got tools. I've got, I got people around me. Um, If I really need them, I can reach out. And that's, you know, like who's saying who's saying that? You know, is it my voice of freedom that's saying that or is it my voice of fear? You know? So it's it's that staying uh staying aware of our thoughts, staying aware of um, you know, what our fear is saying to us. And um, you know, remembering that we don't we really don't need to do anything alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For
1: sure. So, um we are almost out of time. Um, we got yeah. about three minutes left. So, um, Terry, are there is there anything um that you'd like to say before we close tonight?
0: I would just say that if you if you are feeling frustrated or you're feeling disappointed or you're feeling um you know something that that's making you uneasy then ask yourself how can i how can i be aware of what this is how can i observe how can i be attentive and come to some understanding about what 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 are my thoughts what are my feelings what are what am i saying what are, how am i acting and be aware of that and find out the you know the core of why you're having those feelings, and that's the first step to getting yourself out of out of your comfort zone
1: For sure. I think also a good if you're leaning on those that support system, another um, thing that you can do is to ask them how do you how do you perceive me how, what do you think my my talents are, what do you think I'm really good at, or what do you love about me? And you'll find that other people see you a little different than you see yourself. Sometimes a lot different than you see yourself. And it will help Mm -hmm. you have some awarenesses around that as well. So we thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Remember, it is your responsibility to seek out those awarenesses so that you can make changes, so that you can be more fearless. We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you'd like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can find out more about Fearless Generations by going to fearlessgenerations.org. And there's all kinds of information there, plus the past eight years, the podcast for you to listen to. Um, You can also schedule meetings with Terry or I. Um, all about our workshops, which we have one coming up this month, October 26th, at 5.30 um, Pacific. It's one hour, and it's complimentary, and we would love to have you there. You can get there by going on the website and going to virtual events and going to change your life, Um, and we would love to have you there. Um, That's a Wednesday as well, just so you know. Um, but we are excited to have you keep coming back. We're excited to be starting this brand new season with you and being doing uh, step one awareness. Uh, we still have a couple more weeks of this, so stick with us. Uh, and we know that uh, this will be a great first step for you as you continue to step along the path of your um, path to freedom so thank you terry and until next week everybody be fearless be fearless good night